that is uh, of that food for 40 days Bibles, and 40 nights to Horeb, the Mount of God. Then he came to a cave and lodged in it. And behold, the word of the Lord correct. came to him, and he said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? He said, I have been very jealous for the Lord, the God of hosts, for the people of Israel have forsaken your covenant, four, thrown down one. your altars, and killed uh, your really, prophets with the sword. And at, I, even I only so am left, and they seek my life to take it away. And he said, go out and stand on the mountain before the, God, the, before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed Jesus by. Came and a great and strong wind tore the mountains to the Jordan, to and John, broke into pieces the rocks him. before the Lord. John would have but the Lord was saying, not in the wind. I need to be baptized and after by the wind, you, an earthquake. But, but Jesus the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, so a fire. Now, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, the sound of a low whisper. And when Elijah heard it, when Jesus he wrapped was baptized, his face immediately in a cloak went from the water, and went and out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And, and behold, there came a voice to him and said, like a dove, What are you doing here, Elijah? Him. And behold, he said, I have been very jealous said, for the Lord, the God of hosts, for the people of Israel, for uh, have forsaken well your covenant, thrown down your altars, and killed then your prophets with the sword. And I, Jesus even I, only am left. And they seek my life to take it away. And the Lord said to him, Go return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when you arrive, you shall... Anoint Haziel, the king over Syria, and Jehu, the son of Nimshi, and you shall anoint the king over Israel, and Elisha, the son of Shaphat, of Ebal-Molah, and you shall anoint to be prophet in your place. And the one who escapes from the sword of Haziel shall uh, Jehu put to death. Of and the, the one who escapes from the sword of Jehu shall Elisha put to death. Often yet I will leave 7,000 in Israel, all knees that have not bowed to Baal, and, yet and every mouth that has not kissed him. Biblically and historically throughout millennia now, Father God, have offered I pray, Lord, that we would receive, an as we have been discussing this that week and continue, an invitation an of self, an of pride, to like your presence, a to experience out you stark in naked maybe a way that we have never experienced you before, maybe in be a, for the first time, to truly be with you, be external to hear internal. from you, to put away pray, Lord, that distraction, moment, and as we've talked about, the fullness that leaves emptiness, and step into an emptiness those, many, that leads I'm to fullness. Very, oh, spiritually aware and Lord, I pray right that now, we would are hearing it consider seriously what is possibly the most lights. rebellious act in our society dashboard of an invitation to meeting you in the silence and the solitude. And then many Lord, of us allow cases like Elijah that have gone before us to be, able to be to silence it and quiet well it instructive as well as well Lord, inviting we into what we could experience. That will get louder. And so Lord, I pray that your word will go before you through your Holy Spirit. It's going to be more than I pray that in your son Jesus' name. It's going to be a declaration for us to come out. And well, we are concluding a series that we've been in, our first mini-series on practicing the way of Jesus. And we've been talking about Sabbath in the first two weeks. And then shifting from there, last week, to silence and solitude. And in silence and solitude, we've been talking about the fact that there is a direct invitation on the line when it comes to knowing God. And of course, I don't just mean the invitation to know him as Lord and Savior, though that is certainly very true. But and rather, an invitation beyond that, the fact that into being in his presence and really being in his speak presence. Very like, painfully again, true I said last week, we talk a lot about the presence of God, and but we talk about it in a glib way that...
really shows that we have yet to very deeply when many of the jokes and we talk about hearing from God, but then we even kind of like have the cynicalness in our hearts to say, does that really happen? Or that's just you know a few people, or some people maybe who have a certain spiritual gift, or maybe even people that, if we're honest, talk about hearing from God and just think them to be over spiritual or just wishful thinking, mounting itself into what they call clear direction from the Lord. You need to build an ability to just be yourself and not be doing something. Maybe that's what we phones just are taking away. It's the ability to just sit lost there. That's being the a person. Because underneath everything in your life, there's that thing, in the midst that of the empty, noise. that, listen to this. And of course, empty. we talked last week. And, and just sometimes kind of when things up, clear away and you're not watching anything, overburdened you're in your car, you by going, external oh, no. noise. Here it comes. We have I'm lived alone. through our major turn of what would be kind of the printing press. The printing press changed the world as we knew it once it was invented. And all of a sudden, there could be printed books and books driving be printed by, you know, in that, led to the Reformation, which then changed the Western world as we knew it, particularly in church. So many things kind of came out of that moment. And just the way that people look at the year of the invention of the printing press, so when the history books are written, they will probably look at the year 2007. I go, oh, 2007 was one of the most breakthrough like years when it comes to the technological you know revolution. Of course, the number one just is what's sitting sad. in most people's pocket, just the invention and the introduction uh, of the, the iPhone. Be. But it's interesting, it's not it. just the iPhone like that came out in 2007. It's also the year that Facebook went from just needing a high school or a college address to a worldwide, like anybody could get on with an email address. And it's also when a small communication platform went global called Twitter. And, and so, a, 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 well, with a number of other yourself, technological advances, there's just this point that all of a sudden, in 2007, in we increased sadness. external so noise tenfold. And, then I met it with and so much so that now, happiness. more than so ever, true. our whole society is, trains us against silence. I mean, when you go into a restaurant, when you come into here, when you come into any place, there's just a sense of a low music going in the background just to kind of feel satisfied with your product. And it looks to the tune of. So an audiobook on your commute, music in the shower, or when you're working out. What he's getting at there in this moment, or a podcast while you clean your house, is a highly prophetic just word. Just a regular our culture filling I would in say of every gap, whether it be invitation. our own words, our own conversations, an or just something from God that is to fill the gap and of silence. And interestingly enough, it's actually leading God, to now, a lot of times 12 years Christian, after that church, big kind of technological like boom, of there's a question in tech okay, circles like talking about how a, a tech has like radically message, slowed like down in the way that it's producing. With him, not based Part of on it, they say, is just because, I mean, the amount that was getting produced from like 2007 till now was so crazy, there's just no way to keep up. But another interesting point made in the article was saying that that there's probably Not less production grace, amazingly costly because grace there's of, of the less cost boredom. Son's life they said that every great idea, every good invention that typically has come out, not when a person is sitting there trying to and think yeah, of an invention, but rather is just sitting, just being. In fact, every moment you've you had an experience here, of just like an aha moment for your life, for your world, for your family, for anything, it's probably not been when you were trying to think of it. it is an invitation it's probably when you were just sitting, oftentimes just on vacation or just having some mental space and just not thinking of anything, and then something comes. And so they said there's actually this less ideas, less life, creativity in our world the because there's no space. That we're going to be doing, um, throughout and then the next couple years that external noise leads to a great... Um, but internal as we noise. get into or this one, we've had the lack of the people to silence the internal soul. Gift Ruth Haley Barton, who writes An Invitation God to Solitude to and Silence, which again, this week, I highly recommend. To stop pretending that you're practice. God. To 
pretending she writes you've about been made a slave. Her counselor looking at her one day and saying, "You're like a jar of river water that's been shaken up." Living into and you need to sit, stopping long enough, providing for yourself to let all the rock God provides for you, trusting that He to is good, to trusting that you can enjoy everything that He made to be good. And and yes, we enjoy it every day, but in one day particularly, we just dive deep into we enjoy Him, a and we receive restoration from our souls and symptoms. Just that we discussed last week, or that that might be you, that you might be experiencing you being a stirred up, shaken up jar of river water is and and. We you remember that our salvation is based not on our work, but on His. Our provision is not first on His, but or on our work, but His. Driven by the and that before of the it urgent, ever gets to our never hand, getting it passes to the His hands. You live in escapist behavior and rather than engaging in things that are actually life-giving. Really life like you get to the end of the day and like you can't do anything but just do the I things mean, that you probably know. Like this isn't the most healthy for my soul, but I just uh, need but to you can turn just, like, off. You hear that? You're like, I can I do that one day a week. I can do that every day. But I can definitely do it's it one day. Pray for temptation. Yes, there's you find yourself needs regularly for you to be that gentle reminder struggling to this laziness. You lose sight of identity and calling from God into the world. It goes both ways. And, that's the other and side then there's people on the other side that like, feel distant from God. You try it, and you're like, you've been invited. I've been living, talking with some of you. Some you have been like living off of other trying to start doing this. And a podcast, you find a sermon, it's actually kind of hard or something to start out. Like there's nothing in your life that's naturally forward. geared that way, and so you start just like finding a resistance come up in like every way, shape, and form. And it's like your schedule, your 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 superior work. You know, it's just like saying like not cool to all of a sudden one seventh your productivity and relate to demands of your kids and your life, and then you start to slow down. And you start to actually and get some traction never present with it, and it starts a God to feel good. Who wants to and you start to be like triangulate a relationship with you. But even in that Rather time, present a God or I should who say, after that time, to know you, if the slowness have continues, you know him, a lot of times, you sit in his while you were made to experience it, to have you experience his fullness, to, to hear his voice, some things that yes, you need the reading of scripture, and or also maybe more through the still God is small voice that has not stopped speaking and over your life. This has been, but again, we've just lost I the ability to, really to hear it. Consistent to in even my wonder if it could be heard. in the last seven months. So my, my wife and, and I so it's an invitation to sounds in solitude. And we talked last week like, about how this was um, a regular like practice started of Jesus. College, this isn't just monkish behavior from the rest Either way, we did it. And we we're like, you know, we're just going to take a break. This is something that Jesus uh, from everything. steals and away I'm to sorry the wilderness, college, to the solitude, um, to, up, to be up a mountain do, all but, night but and pray, to be before God. And either way, we just started still breaking and resting with friends. Not just him, every major character or every major story of the Bible, whether it be Israel being called into the wilderness to worship God out of slavery, it'd be Gomer who's saying like, hey, once you have sold yourself out, I'm and, going to speak in the last tenderly in the wilderness months, to you. Or David, who gets chased out in the wilderness, and there he writes psalms about how he waits on everything the Lord that had alone. Been working or Joshua, who like, night before biggest start moment putting of his in all life these finds himself that I know outside the camp, life-giving ways of enjoying God's of creation, just Lord. ways of being out in nature and doing things and being active and experiencing. And so like, you know, the definition that, that we're stirring up my, using my to just define sounds and solitude is intentional time in the quiet to be alone with ourselves and just God. Gravel and dust, intentionally worded because those are two things to be alone with ourselves and God. It's silencing exterior noise. Throw just an interior like noise wind, wind. and being and then I start alone. to notice that I'm all the rhythms that I put Not into that literally, day but very and much in my life in general to like pursue God and to pray and to connect with Him. I'm like rushing or Dallas Willard to get through as quick as phrases possible like so this to be in solitude to is to choose to do nothing. Working. 
for extensive periods of time. And then I have this renewal All accomplishment is given up. Silence is required to complete solitude, for until we enter quietness, the world still lays hold of us. When we go into solitude and silence, we stop making demands on God. It is enough that God is God, and we are His. And this was an example of just a so time just practically, just we finished last week, but I want to just review, like, what is it we're actually everything talking about? What does that actually look like? I, I mean, does I'm it look like nature. walking I've off into the wilderness in Palestine? Going. Probably got, not for like, most of us, but got, you know, it's like what it does look like is finding a place, finding a time. Even focus and and most people throughout history have done this as a daily rhythm of just finding 10, 20 minutes to sit in stillness. Because before God, not, not meditating God explicitly on Scripture, though and I that's not a bad thing to do, it's just not this practice. Trying to it's rather connect to God and practicing being present darkness. to God. Again, last week I and talked about how starts to be an extended it's been pointed out that, that God is in all Sabbath of creation, Sabbath, a and Scripture also of this. tells us that God is in every and human being particularly in, the midst in of doing his Imago day, his like, image yeah. that's been placed on all of us. These things in my heart and then for the believer, Jesus said, hey, it's good that all I these go things away. That I thought God was going to start sanctifying Because there is going me, to be a nearness of me to realize, you that you know, could not over fathom if in, I would stay. Like, I feel like I'm almost further behind in some of them. And that's true of you. Like, that's like true of us. And so many of us just like wrap up the presence of the Holy Spirit of just like maybe a few spiritual highs. We compare the Holy Spirit to a bong hit. Never happens in the Bible. It's never that point, but rather it's Forrest this regular Which, daily if you know presence. the movie Forrest Gump uh, if you don't that's your Sabbath uh, and so it's a finding time to be present to be just in the presence of God silent still um, either away way Tom Hanks portrays a man who is and it looks like that in a daily unintelligent and, and, and I said too if you're just new or just starting this or extroverted and just like that sounds like death I mean just don't write me off start somewhere it can be two minutes I may it can not be 10 be minutes every other day. But it I know it's something. But then also having extended rhythms. It looks like trying to find places in your year, in your five year times to take a day retreat where you're silent before the Lord with nothing but and so scriptures all these and maybe are a journal. My life, my, my mind gets cloudy. I stop like to find stop being able to focus well to in the other days, and then I start to feel like and Ruth to Haley and Barton to let the river when she water writes on sell. silence and solitude and the invitation that it God takes that time, just regular rhythm daily to kind of keep it settled, says, but then even just extend the time to let it settle even more fully. The counselor looks at her and says, "You're like a jar just of river water." Give you more of a picture of what that looks like. I think and we have a really time to sit explicit case study for in 1 Kings 19. To to the bottom, and I just want to point out seven rhythms of silence and solitude that I think you see in the life of which Elijah that I think you will book, experience or most I people tend to experience. I, I highly recommend when they reading for this enter into that invitation silence, to or as Louis C.K., as we quoted last week, and said, the forever empty. Being in ministry and doing seminary soul. and being the mother of children. And so just children, a brief context to uh, catch you up to speed. And all these things were First Kings 18, and big moment in the life of Elijah. Similar, uh, so crazy uh, Elijah is a prophet in the 9th century B.C., and he is a prophet to the northern tribes of Israel, which at this point, Israel, the people of God, have entered the promised land, but they have divided into two groups, the north and the south. The south is just two tribes who are relatively faithful to God. 
God. And you have the North, which is ten tribes that are not even remotely faithful to God. And then the North, and that's where Elijah is the prophet towards, there is this King Ahab, who, amongst other weaknesses, has a very rocky relationship with his wife Jezebel, who is a, pro- who is a uh, worshiper of the Canaanite god Baal, and also decides that regularly she just wants to kill everybody who doesn't worship Baal. And so you have then the northern tribes worshiping Baal, and Elijah calls for a drought for three years. Not a drop of rain falls in an agricultural society, which is a big deal. And then at the end of this three-year drought, he calls all of the prophets of Baal, 450 of them, to mount Carmel, which was like the home mountain, the home like uh, place where uh, Baal was meant to like connect into earth and everything. And so if you ever needed biblical support of why not to move to Carmel when you have kids, there you have it right there. And so either way, you have a connection to uh, uh, the world through Mount Carmel, through Baal. And so you have the prophets coming and and Elijah says, hey, I want to meet you on that turf. That's what we see. And he brings 450 uh, prophets there after a three-year drought. And he says, hey, let's build an altar. In Matthew 3 or Matthew and then we both call down fire from heaven from our power of our God. If Baal makes the, the, the altar light, then he's the real one true God. If my God makes it light, then he's the one true God. And so the Baal prophets go, and they just go him and like cutting themselves and praying and just for hours, begging for Baal to move and to light something on fire in the midst of a drought, in the midst of where there's been no water, where things are as dry as can be. But he leads him to and the then after they finally, I don't know, and run then out of the ability to, I, I to pray just and flip ahead, go forward, actually, through the gospel. Elijah steps up and he has one, which them is the douse the altar of the Bible three to the right times of Matthew. with water. So if you would flip ahead to Mark 1 with me. Again. And then he calls down fire. The this altar not a one and done explodes story. and is burnt up before God. And then Page he calls down rain. And for the first time in three years, it rains. And then, of course, Elijah rounds Starting up all the prophets 30. of Baal and kills them. It's actually what you were to do to false so prophets. It was the uh, way of de- dealing with somebody who was early, a prophet uh, before God gospel, that was, was in that false and was basically Jesus, you know, lying. And, and then it was punishable by death. And so he kills the false prophets. And then, and then what follows after that? I mean, he begins his ministry. Jezebel hears about this and basically puts a death warrant out on Elijah's life. And he runs out into the wilderness, into the place where he just says, where he goes to Beersheba and under this broom tree, he prays, but it's like a one line pray like God kill me day. now and so at the end of if eats, it is one day or, or right, actually not, he, either he, way he at the uh, asleep, end of it all, all uh, in verse 30 there an angel Lord comes to him and gives oh, no, him sorry. food wakes him up uh, and feeds him and 35. gives him something to drink and then he goes back this, to sleep Jesus very, uh, and Jesus uh, rising again very and early again. in the morning while it was still dark he departed and went out to a desolate place and then eventually he prayed calls him that desolate place is the same word as wilderness it's the Word Aramos. And Mount Horeb, it's going to show up as it's called the Mount place, of God in the scriptures. Uh, lonely it's because place, this is wilderness, similarly to Mount Carmel for Baal. But they all this have is this where God word has connected them, Aramos, particularly with humanity in the world. Go. And I just want you to also known as Mount Sinai. He's been out the in the wilderness given, communing with God for where 40 God days. God calls out his people Israel and to worship him. And then he's back him. on the job for one, a long one. We'll give him that. Regularly, and then he's like, you know what? Like, let's go back out into the wilderness to pray and to receive again. Like to show it, whether again, it's one day or not. Let's it's get into pattern. this a little bit more explicitly and, and let's point out, as I've mentioned, fact, if you flip to Mark seven six. patterns, seven rhythms. And they are just that. They're not rules. They are not, this now is what will happen. This is in the context of seven things that happened in the life of Elijah and 
people where yeah many just, people who well, have gone we'll after see. him have and he said to them come well. away saying to the disciples come away by yourselves so, to a desolate place getting in into it and rest a while the first thing For we many see were coming and going first, and they had no uh, leisure 19, even to so eat after he goes like, and uh, think, runs out on a day's journey he ends up in Beersheba under the broom tree as we said he prays and he falls asleep does he really know business apparently he was so busy he's touched by the angel lord who tells him to rise and eat and the first thing you see the first pattern you so either way or not eating at all into sounds and solitude so he has no time to eat he's resting and then uh, he's come away with themselves, a desolate place for many who were coming and going, well had no leisure rested. even to eat. And they went away in a boat to a it's desolate place in Ramos by the themselves. angel Lord, I mean, he runs now out. Many first thing that Elijah does, he runs out in the that, wilderness. Uh, them going yes, and recognize them quickly, and ran exhausted. there on foot from the, all he the towns. He falls asleep and the angel wakes him up and doesn't say, hey, what are you at? You're out here. Route. Like, seek me, pray. Compassion on them because Meditate, like, be present, be actively seeking my presence. No, he says, eat something. Take a drink. Be in the presence of God Take another nap. And you just... Things outside and we'll of repeat the process a few more times. Like something comes up, you forgot about this, a bill comes up, like just something All that comes we that know of right humanity in scriptures, particularly from Genesis, he, we learn that we are created 5, if you skip as down, embodied uh, beings. To 45. And yes, we have deep, real spiritual needs. Uh, where it says this? But immediately, in the those are never he made disconnected all from our physical get into needs. the boat and go before him to the other side Jesus, of the Jesus, when he embodies humanity, when he takes on flesh. You go. And while he I mean, as we said the last couple weeks, He's and kind of known for sleeping. Them, he went up like it's regularly this rhythm that everybody's freaking out, and so Jesus is taking a nap like in the middle of the day. We think at the height Jesus of his like ministry, being up into the light and being like this ultra spiritual guy. Because there's something where it's just like, man, I don't know how many times this has happened to you. You just like like go and try to in the middle of the day read your Bible, pray, do something, and the first thing you do is just nodding off the entire time. But there's something in this moment where because we live in a really exhausting pace of life. Putting a greater like there's just something exhausting to the way that we work as we said a few weeks ago we work more hours on average than any other society in the world including the japanese way more than the japanese who coined the term death by work and these are not in that overwork then we rest through stimulation or having constantly connected to phones and streaming and devices and then if you're you know just all the other things in life all the other activities you're expected to do to continue to get ahead i mean this is what we've been talking about parenting all the things that are to draw upon your life about him Went and abroad, and great crowds the first thing you need to do to before you and to be healed seek of deeper the presence of so God is just to things make sure you're rested at a level that if you actually spoke to him, you like could receive it. These practices of like that you could actually and, and work through and being the with Jesus toiled and up and all of a sudden life gets busier and they're always tangled like the emotions in your soul. But Jesus recognizes on the other contrarily actually and drank something other than coffee that only dehydrates in the last 48 hours before you enter into his presence. Uh, is also translated often withdrew. I mean, there's so many like times where it's just like you're sitting there trying to pray practice. and like you keep so falling asleep or getting distracted. And saying, like, we sometimes like really over-spiritualize it. Like, oh, it's just the demonic realm trying to distract so me from the presence of God. Maybe, or maybe you need a nap regularly in the name of God. And not just anywhere, but to the wilderness. And maybe Which you need to, if this is regularly, I mean, some of you have started to practice Sabbath, culture. and I'm guessing the first wilderness thing you started experiencing all when you started slowing down is, is that low-level fatigue that just never goes away. It was thought cropping that up Satan and really making lived in the wilderness, which is why it's now surprising and them it's that a sign Jesus that is drawn out into the wilderness, and that's where that Satan That your life is overcrowded. It was thought that all that of darkness was just... Something 
pervading not, out that, there. The second, and so that's why it's not this like falling asleep, expected that thing that when God shows up to his people in the Exodus and says, hey, I want you to come out and worship me, but rather than go to some temple, I want you to meet me out in the wilderness. too tired and distracted. I mean, that's that one thing. Like the a, most, oh, the biggest retreat, danger so the stars to growing in communion with God in our time and our day is distracted and exhausted because it's deadly over busy life. Control it. And that's where I meet you. And so, and then we get a pattern of Jesus. It's going dealing out with the wilderness, the Ramos. Are you, you pattern just tracking your Elijah, tiredness level? The story to good where he tired, goes to out because there's good tired. Crazy experience at the end of a long work day. You should be tired. Show up. All you should go to sleep at night. Baal, a false god. Actually, we're going to get into that story in detail next week. Maybe you're not he goes pouring out, out all the energy that you like have. He sleeps and he. But then there's danger by an angel of God, and then God comes. Where it's just there's no ability to sit without sleeping. There's no ability to work through emotions without just being so tangled up. up. There's no ability, as we said before, in to engage with things that are actually life-giving to rest, rather it's just escapist behavior. It's just streaming all the time or overeating or um, just oversleeping or pornography. It's just always escaping to something and she because that's all you can do rather than get to the things that are actually really life-giving to your soul. And so it's... That like it's dealing with the dangerous tired. Spouse that says, Come to that's me. where Sabbath comes in, as we talked about. You are continually, um, as in God's words, pouring themselves out to other gods. That's where maybe the, if you and ever take point, a retreat, if you take a, a retreat to be with God, you, uh, maybe you start that with, used, a, with a nap. So much that the men who bought her just like you start that by going to bed the night before and not setting the alarm. And God says, Because there's rest in Hosea, I'm going to it takes an actual well-rested person to be able to commune with there, God. I will speak sweetly. And so that's the first thing we see. The second, after resting, we see waiting. So after arising and eating and, and napping again, I mean, kind of like having this time where he's just cared to and, and actually dealt with the physical so that, that the spiritual can happen. An angel of the Lord came to him a second time, touched him, and he says again, and then he rises and he ate and drank. Uh, and with that strength of that food uh, for 40 days and 40 nights, he went to Mount Horeb, the Mount of God. Now, he's at Beersheba to Mount Horeb. In the Google Maps tracks that at 260 miles. And, God, let me explain that a little and so, bit. Uh, just assuming, if he's like, obviously he's doing uh, that journey on foot. If 40 days and 40 nights is literal, noise, which potentially it's a literary device, just mean a very long time. But if it is a literal 40 days and 40 nights, we'll just use that as a marker of a long time. Then to go 260 miles, you're walking approximately 12 hours a day, that's getting you approximately a half mile an hour. This is a painfully Every slow year I do pace it, I that he's working that my at. Soul is in all that time, there's no word of the Lord over his life. It's just that we live he's in like this culture painfully slow, walking, words waiting on the Lord. And then when he gets there, it says he lodges in a cave words. in the mountain. And, and I so really wonder, I mean, there's just that I moment where he gets there at verse 9. And then he came to a cave and lodged in it. The noise and behold, the word of the Lord came to him. And I wonder how much media, time was between Twitter, that, of those two silences with conversation, with words. I mean, have you but been it doesn't matter. Regardless, like, there's you say a long and you can tell they really don't know where he's just waiting for God to show up. semi-related idea, and they just start talking about that. The first thing after resting that you do and you're really talking at each other more than anything just because you don't want the ball of energy to not to drop passively be sitting on the couch waiting for God to sit over my life. He's actively waiting. He's pursuing him. It's, but yet he's just it's prayer, trying to but not prayer how let God move in his time. 
This is, I think, the, the biggest Western reason world, a lot of us fail to extendedly sit in the presence before God because we, again, which is a good more than thing. probably we've been trained against being in silence. We've been trained against waiting in our culture. But we miss that. And we all know this. We all know the microwave. We all know the evidence of these things being faster, more there's, I mean, there was a moment with the internet that you just like, to load a page, you counted on that being like five minutes. Like that was just like, I want to go back and see the last page, but I don't have the time, you know? And like, Quiet. Now, if it doesn't pop up instantly, saying, you turn off your Wi-Fi so that you can get, like, you know, data yeah, just yeah. to see if that will work any faster. If it doesn't come so up within five seconds, you're frustrated of the words, of, of, and you reboot the program. God with our agenda by our own words. Because Rather, just everything in life be. trains us against just sitting and it allowing makes this question of like, God's timing to work out. All of the noise. I Why hate waiting. I hate waiting in lines. I hate waiting in meeting rooms, which I should expect that it's the there. But still, I hate waiting in lights to the point that I try to position myself if I am to look at the light and know because I feel better if somehow I know when it's turning yellow, like I can control the waiting process. Or if I'm waiting for like public transportation, I love the thing that says arriving in like six minutes, four minutes, two minutes because I feel like I'm in more control of the waiting process. And Uber, like it just because tells me exactly how many minutes away that's coming because I, I love that feature. However, have you ever had that t- come where the time comes where it should be there and it's not there? Does shut off or something is quiet. like, this is the way the waiting process is we over and it's not over. I start to crawl out of my skin because now I'm completely uncont- out of control with the waiting process. And you process. just start like sitting down for a second. And God is, and you start feeling the is regularly water, calling us to experience him by waiting on him because he's not overly concerned with our time. how fast it's swirling. He's God. And so he's not concerned that he's going to miss a deadline. The forever empty. Like we know it's there. And, and I know there's ultimately where I writhe in my skin, and that's it's why you writhe in your clutter. skin, because we're sitting there the we, to wait on God, to wait on anything. We're just like, is, is God going to show up? If he does show up, can he do what he said he's going to do? Is he going to, to miss this deadline in my life? Because ultimately, silence, God silencing says, hey, the inner quiet, you want my presence, therefore not meditating on Scripture. Again, that's another practice, good practice. We'll get to that Wait in for another my voice series. to come. Wait for but my But it's direction. not meditating on scripture. What if it's I miss it? What if I truths. miss the opportunity because I missed his voice? It's community? simply trying wait to on me. slow your mind and still yourself. A lot of us were like, why, why the wait? To which, as one writer says, like immediately find Again, out Again, one is because is God's timing is not our own and he's not overly concerned with trying ours. Trying to find something fluttering, never because resting Because ours is bad. For too long. I mean, the more you try to like silence your mind, but find out, sadly, sometimes it just a, takes a, a while for that I water like to image sit of a still, swimming shark for clarity to come. Because sharks can't stop swimming. He may be the way speaking they over you right now. Oxygen is by but there's moving so that water flows that. through their gills so that they can receive the oxygen from the water. And so they swim even while the first they thing sleep. To do when entering the swimming, and solitude is to enter die. into a long game. And every time I try to slow my I've heard this quote from a few sources. It feels like a swimming Practicing. Silence it's, should be done for 20 minutes a day for six months before you assess if it's for you or not. I start to think of it as impossible. I think we. I think don't know if that's where you start. We're such Western, but I know if you start less than that, maybe lengthen that time out a little driven, bit. Information-driven culture. It's something that just but we find intrinsically out says. And so you say, like, okay, like, why would really I ever do that? Because we desperately need what we're waiting for. 
I can leave like the grocery store if the line's too long, but I still need a workout food. Of a muscle that I can leave the doctor's office if he keeps me waiting too long, but I still the need medical doesn't attention. Say, oh, that's not a good way. I can leave the, the transportation line if, it's if the, just, the transportation feels like it's never going to come, but now it's going to and take so me much longer silence. to get to where I'm going. But then on top of silence, we add and in the solitude, the news, which is more than just being alone. Writes or has because discussed or participated in silence and solitude. We regularly says be alone, there is a law of spiritual gravity, but yet not experience the water solitude. does settle. And conversely, I think we've His all experienced the phenom phenomenon. Does you can be in a crowded room and feel completely lonely, completely separate, even a room of people that you're come, talking with, of people that you know, relationships that you have. And how will Richard Foster, who writes Celebration of Disciplines, which is a long authoritative text so, on just there's a practicing call to the, resting the life of Jesus and then waiting. And, uh, and then ways. you see in the story uh, in verse 9 and 10, is inner feeling. Emptiness. Solitude is inner fulfillment. Then he came to a cave and lodged or in Wayne it. Cordero and behold, the word of the Lord came to him and he said to him, what are you doing here, Elijah? There's a difference between he said, I've been very jealous for the Lord, the God of hosts. They may uh, and the people of Israel have forsaken your covenant, thrown down your altars, and killed apart. your prophets Solitude with the sword. And I, even I only am left for and they seek the soul. my life Isolation to take it away. is what you crave when you neglect the Interestingly, the first thing that happens when all of a sudden you start interacting with the presence of God is him starting to feel and Isolation is what you crave when you neglect uh, uh, the first. Again, we know that part of the big reason Symptoms, that we have all this um, external noise clouding up everything that you in our are lives is because the internal noise solitude. is a little bit too much for Mainly us to handle in those days. Distance from yourself. And so we try to do anything you to actually really feel that. Like we have, desires, you can't quite I, I'm no different. I hate feel, feeling think, fear. Struggling with what you're struggling with. I hate feeling sadness. It's I hate uh, mourning tyranny of the and grieving loss. Oh, I hate dealing with why am I nervous right now? Why am I anxious right now? What's connected to that? I don't really want to actually will help. start pulling at threads that have been knotted for a long time. So instead of like engaging with things that are going to be I was to talking with a friend on Friday who said he's been going to a counselor and, and he so just, just like, the first thing the counselor did is he said like, you know, he started expressing to him like, oh, I just kind of worried about this. I said, well, why are you worried about that? He said, I don't know. Was like, have you ever asked you why, why you're worried about something? He's like, no, I've never I'm done that. Too so I said, okay, for the next week, every time you feel an emotion, I want you to ask hours. yourself why you're um, feeling it. You become it. easy prey for temptation. And just we start about tracing it back. That in anything, he said it's time of day matters He said for the first like time he's had a panic attack. When you are most tired. Because a lot of times when you start slowing down, it doesn't start by getting better. I mean, that's why you don't go to the grocery store hungry. It starts by finding out in reality where all the problems are. Pop-Tarts. And just like, you get home, you're like, this doesn't even look good now, they look so good. Okay, why would I want to do that? It's because you're tired or you're hungry and you're therefore more tempted. And that, of course, is true on an existential level. If you don't deal with it, it doesn't stay on the inside. It leaks out in ways that you don't choose for it to leak out. You lose sight of your identity. So it leaks out in your relationships, in your sarcastic God. sense of humor. You start to it leaks out God. in addictions or addictive Not tendencies. From yourself, but you. It leaks out in all these ways like that either you choose or you do not choose. Voice, but it does get out. And you it feel is really there. Condemned. Henry Nouwen writes on this idea, and he says this. Solitude is not a private therapeutic place. Rather, it's a place of conversion, a place where the old self dies and the new self is reborn. In solitude, I get rid of my scaffolding. scaffolding. No friends to talk with, no telephone calls to make, no meetings to attend, no music to entertain, no books to distract me, just me, naked, vulnerable, weak, sinful, deprived, broken, nothing. This is the nothingness I that I have to like face in my solitude. A nothingness so dreadful that everything in me wants people. to run to my friends, my work, and my distractions so that I can forget my nothingness invitation. and make myself believe that I'm worth something. 
and I needed but that, that is not time. all. But as soon as I decided to stay in my solitude, confusing ideas, disturbing images, interest. wild fantasies, and weird associations jump into my mind like monkeys in a banana tree. God Beautiful image. Angry and greed, uh, anger and greed begin to show their ugly faces. I give long, uh, hostile speeches to enemies and dream lustful dreams in which I am wealthy, influential, and very attractive, or so what does it poor, look like? ugly, it looks in the need of immediate getting alone with ourselves. This I try getting again to run the from the dark abyss of, of nothingness and restore my their false approval, self and their all disapproval, his glory. getting away from the pressures of work, his of, brutal of honesty, of every single time he enters into it. It's an ultimate ceasing. I, I, another it's an ultimate, another I am going writes to stop first thing that you and be alone and, go and sit. The wild beasts. Not think, not and meditate, that's going just simply try to be in the presence of God. And what happens and there, so it's this feeling. is from Bridgetown Church. And then, as we also helpful, see, uh, it's naming. Explanation of what so might happen. So then resting, waiting, feeling, and you then naming. You decompress from noise, traffic, chaos, He's there and he names busyness, the good, the bad, the ugly. Hey, I've been very jealous you for your presence. You slow down I've been very jealous long for enough you. to feel and emotions has. that have been chasing I mean, he just is coming off of the high point in his prophet career. You face of showing yourself. down the prophets of Baal, the having good, that huge moment. I mean, he has, because of his faithfulness, displayed God's power and glory to a nation running away from his presence. Your addictions. And he says, "Hey, uh, to get through the week, the entire nation is is turning away from your you. weaknesses." And that's his nation that he was the prophet to. That was on his watch. Go up in that moment, and then he just starts laying out, and, and they want to kill me too. And then I don't want this anymore. You begin to hear. I don't want to be voice. doing this anymore. It begins to cut through the other. When direction. I got into this, this is not Starts where I saw the, the presence media, of God, the, noise, the, the relationship the with God, all the, oh, parents, like I, I, the forgiveness for sin and the life everlasting, all those things. I mean, those are things that when you were first called into the faith, if you're a Christian here in the room familiar. today, I mean, there's just a real beauty to coming to know him for the first time. And then sometimes the you get five, 10, 15, or however many years in, and you start to realize, man, there's still some things that you're working through with God and your sinfulness and your brokenness. There's still some pain and brokenness the world long and that doesn't all go away because yes someday and it will go away in full but yes, a new place we're of very much so living in the already and not yet moment successes, um, and you start to just be like man, if this is what it is to, to be a Christian come to home be to in the presence of God I'm not sure that I want it anymore. and then you also come home to God it looks like getting alone with God which we just recognize as a culture if you're going to have a relationship with anyone that's why Copious amounts of alone time are just a journal along with standard operations. God is helpful just to like, be able to write out. Here's why I'm when afraid to When I am present. on vacation with my here's family what I'm and we're like staying with here's where I'm relatives and, and or with on holiday, here's where I'm always angry just a time where like I am yearning for here's the car where I'm ride feeling home all these with my wife thoughts. This is what they are, sleep, listing them out, bringing uh, to the light. And we just have that time where it's like just a few hours or several hours of just sitting. And reconnects in the darkness. Talking about a thousand loses its power in the, the course of a week or, or multiple weeks or whatever. I mean, sometimes I mean that's the that's connect. the whole idea of killing mold. Or it's talking it's just with a friend. I mean, there's times you have friendships where you're just like, I just need to be with that person. And that and mold that and the gunk, everything that's built fully. up in your soul, sometimes or just again, needs it's to not be said out loud. Anyone who's done a long in distance a relationship for any period of time knows that Skype. And FaceTime, who's not are waiting to finally say like, okay, I've been waiting for you to know why I've been punishing even you, to look at but someone, rather saying like, no, I'm glad that you've now brought and, this to the and light. Talk, so we have can to deal with talking. It. And sometimes I've just heard people that are just like, I just want to be in their presence. And so it looks like writing things I out. I mean, so much of solitude and silence is getting to alone, being alone with yourself. I just want to be near them. 
And then moving to the next movement after naming comes uh, being transformed. Verse 11. Let's start in God is no different. Then he came to a cave and lodged in it. Behold, the word of the Lord came to him and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? And he said, I've been very jealous for the Lord, the God God of hosts. For the people of Israel have have forsaken your covenant, thrown down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. And I, even I only, am left, and they seek my life to take it away. And he said, Go and stand before the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by. The great and strong wind tore the mountains and broke in pieces. Even if that's one time, it's not the norm. It's not me just sitting down and plopping down next to my wife or a friend. It's like something that is much less of a normal or maybe a completely absent thing from your life. But the Lord was not in the fire. this thing of like, how do I experience and God? And after the fire, how do I experience God in the, the way that you're talking to like get alone with God? And C.S. Lewis writes about this. He writes about how like when we I die or when this reality gets pulled away, like a thin as many veneer, probably spilt much ink. Uh, eventually, we'll be open up into to God's reality, which was, was always present, and all of a sudden makes this reality feel fake, and that feel like it's more real than we don't we've know. ever experienced before. But ultimately, the or another author tells us everything. Writes about how the fact that, like, and when Elijah God heard it, says in the scripture that he, he made everything and he put who and he went out is and stood at the into his creation. I mean, Romans cave. talks about you can look around at creation and just know things that, that are true about God. Action of wrapping himself, and, and not only that, it, it is if you're a human being, appropriately, you've been made with the it's image of God. God there is something who God is that he placed in everyone, Christian, non-Christian, believer or not, you just have something of what it is to be God. And then further than that, if you are a Christian, Everything that's going Jesus on Jesus said, soul. it's good that I go away. Naming the good, bad, the I'm ugly. Send you a helper. naked before God. Who will no longer be by your side. Not running from his you. presence. Not seeing him as someone to run away in your sin that and, your, and what's wrong with you, but rather to, to run towards him. Is to not experience that a less God, real relationship when he God does not shy away from you. When he does not remove his hearing. presence from you, but rather he remains in your presence. There's something transformative about that moment that you see Elijah like humbly recognizing who he is and recognizing who God is is and covering himself, taking the place of humility, but then also boldly stepping out to remain in the presence of God. And and there comes all these crazy moments, but this still small whisper. The presence of God is crazy it might be. He writes an article called I Used to Be a Human about checking into uh, future eternity will probably be felt in rapturous and and crazy, overstimulating ways. So many times in our time and place, he said modernity slowly weakened spirituality by design and accident met in the stillness in favor of commerce it downplayed silence and mere being in so favor of noise and away. constant uh, action we stopped the reason we live in a culture and God increasingly without faith Barton is not because science is somehow pure presence the unprovable based on a loving kindness but because the white noise of another author has removed the, the very like they were just trying to describe it they said it's like walking through a doorway of light and just feeling the presence of God in every way if or churches came um, to the understanding David Brainerd threat to faith today wrote, not writes about the presence he says this distraction he says I withdrew to my usual place of retirement in great peace and tranquility I spent about two hours in secret duties and felt much as I did yesterday morning, Brilliant only inside. weaker and more overcome. But it's not rational thought that just says, oh, I that can't ever be true. Upon my Rather, dear Lord, he says, no, holy our culture from has just found ourselves completely distracted I knew not what to say to my God, really but only to lean on his that bosom, as it were, and breathe out my desires feels after like a, a perfect conformity to him in all things, thrusting desires and insatiable longings, possessed my soul after perfect holiness. God was so precious to my soul that the world with all its enjoyments was infinitely vile. I had no more value for all the favor of men than pebbles. 
the Lord Henry Nouwen says, all, if you don't make space to be with and listen delighted, to God, you uh, do not in me. spiritual life I think series. my faith and my dependence upon God he just scarce ever rose so high. And then Mother Teresa such talked to Henry Nouwen. Henry Nouwen actually went to her to, ex- trust him again, to talk to her about what could he do to experience God more. And me. she said this to him. She said, be with Jesus again, an hour each day just like and don't knowledge do anything that was wrong. I mean, that's Mother Teresa and Henry Nouwen, which you might not know, but if you're like collecting theological, spiritual father, mother trading cards, these are two of like, you know, this is like the Jordan LeBron right here. And so you have like these two talking to each other and their conversation is to, Times retreating, but be with Jesus but for an hour each this day. Presence, this transforming presence do of nothing God, to know to be wrong. Which then transfers to hearing. Which is what most people think of when they think of silence and solitude before God. We want to start it's at an step invitation six. To the forever but there's typically emptiness. a process to getting there. To the wilderness you of You see in soul. 13. Because it's been said and identified as true. And when Elijah heard you it, he never wrapped know his face in his cloak and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. Jesus and behold, a voice know. came to him and said, what are you doing here, Elijah? Interestingly enough, Elijah answers the same thing. So There's a lot of potential Jesus things that are going there the that I just don't have time wilderness. to describe I mean, did you catch right that? Now. I mean, like, you're like, okay, I get that he had to be but tempted. But then the Lord and said to him, go and return your way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when you arrive, you shall know Hezekiah, king of Syria, and Jehu, king of Nimshi, and the king over Israel, Elisha, the son of Shaphat, of why does the Spirit lead him out there in his weakness? It's going to go on, but essentially what we see here is all of a sudden God giving very specific direction to Elijah. And this is where we all want. This is the place of, like, we want to arrive to like where I receive direct that the spirit, yes, instruction from God. I mean, I did college emptiness, ministry for a number of an years and like every other, I mean, there was only two talks that anybody wanted to hear. It was a biblical view of sex so and then how to know God's will for my life. Reason. And those were just, that you did those on repeat and you grew the ministry I mean, by the thousands. Kind of imagine what this and be like? it's because there's just this sense of, I want to know what God has for me. I want to know and I want to walk in his will. I just want to know what it is. To hear his voice and so, for your calling for in this for we see this pattern that often leads to silencing ourselves to getting space you and to receiving transformation because a lot of times it takes a heart that's no longer trying to will it, your Bart will upon God there's always that can actually receive anything that he would call, have for you. Continue coming back, continual that's so trust that what he has is so good that he is your good father who loves to give you good gifts so much that if he says so something contrary to what Dallas you would Willard, have, I think, writes about you would this. quickly says, denounce whatever you have, knowing that that is actually is death choosing to do nothing. And that your father, for extensive periods of time, is all life. accomplishment is given up. Silence that is required to complete solitude. For until we enter quietness, the, the world still lays in. hold of us. When we go into solitude and silence, we stop making demands on God. Scripture, it I think it's is enough just that to God is God and we are I mean, there's that whole point in John we where learn says, hey, we have a soul. Know, are my sheep, they know my voice. God I think there's something here just knowing that this just how he tends to speak. My father's knowing world. Scripture and having that in you so that when the Spirit speaks, it, it so resonates briefly, with Scripture. That's true. A couple practicals, because I know we were like, talking about like... I, and then like, there's also Jesus something to this in the wilderness. That and I, as okay, I've great. experienced, I will it's go just a process somewhere of growth where I know over time and hearing where I can get as much quiet as I can get. And then of hearing, 
Um, and typically for Again, me, it's I, so much I, I actually have had experiences and where a, a I very much so believe I've doing, but there have been practices that people have just done to help of God. get there. And one is just so much so that um, I've asked for signs a daily that were given in confirmation. And the last one was actually a prophetic dream, not by my own, but somebody else. I basically told God what I wanted to hear. Somebody came with a dream and told me what I wanted to hear. Much noise and people. So I said, okay, fine. I'm I'm in on what you told me to do. Another story for another day. I've that twice over preaching the last three and a half years. Someday we'll get there. Just desk. a long story. Don't have time. Um, either way. And you're fun tease, though, yeah? Um, either way. Your spouse working with your husband. Often, it, with for me, it wasn't this audible voice. To be able to trust it's a moment of just my thoughts rhythm. and God's thoughts for feeling season, like they were mingling. He was coming home, and the first thing I did was go to my garage and sit in the car. And then just practice of dark, stepping quiet, in, just discerning those through Scripture. And then uh, finding and a then comfortable but alert position. Them and then Finding out you don't want to be maybe, I, maybe I was pushing my will a little bit. Maybe that was to stay more push, me pushing. That can be different positions at different then, yeah, times. No, your level really of weakness and alertness, but it's finding something comfortable, and then just the finding a modest goal. Obedience. To just slow down. Quickens the heart. Slow your breathing intentionally, and to be with some God. of you keep asking to hear God. Many people talk about. 20, 30 and on some minutes level, an hour daily, so and you're like, okay, wow, okay, I'm an extrovert, and that's just death. Um, and maybe it is, or maybe he's just like, I'm busy, and word. that's impossible, and don't write it off. What I would but say is, again, find something. Can it be 10 minutes every well, other day? What if that's him? Well, not him? What if that's Can it just be my, two minutes? like, you know, legalistic heart Can it be just trying something? to draw me back towards legalism? That's I don't know, maybe it is. Maybe you'll learn over you time simply that are the difference between your legalistic pray, heart and the meditate, voice of God. But be, and often people say they just try to find something to Maybe ground Maybe you'll learn them. over time that yeah, so the condemning voice is not grounds, God. Just kind of like feeling grooves and like there's freedom the, there. But the there is sometimes a call to real things of, of hey, their genes step into or obedience. Or after see people use uh, visual grounds joy. of just lighting a candle, having the presence of God there. And, and just, just like staring. somebody who like has Similar asked like my when counsel you're at a campfire, and then not done it and come back for more counsel. I don't have more counsel. Or then also, what, I think what I said was what I thought. Those, it's having some sort of prayer, and you can either Again, participate in that council, or, or words, you can find another source. Just, you're looking for a, a phrase that just matches your desire in that moment. And I, the last thing is just re-entering. At the beginning so was just the resting, here I the am. waiting, the feeling, the naming. Here I am. Uh, stepping into what I say, I had other things. Here transforming, <laughs> and then hearing, Common and then re-entering. Is be still. And no, Silence God. and solitude is not just this therapeutic moment for myself and God, it's though it very much so starts so there. Even said alongside your Interestingly enough, silence and solitude is primarily for the good of the world. To grow in your ability it, to be Just like a build focus, starving child, Ruth Haley Barton writes in her book, is first eager to, to be in the presence of God. And when you experience grace. it, there's a part of you that's just like, man, I, just, I, I never want to like leave this. I never want to stop doing this. I never want to like re-enter society. You try to sit down. But she said eventually you find yourself getting full. Not like full, like I don't need the presence of God, but like I'm filled up and it draws me to a place that I want to pour this out on other people. I want to become the presence of God to other people. Metaphorically snapping your wrist with a rubber band, but just letting have go. What many have said, what the world needs most is your transformed and transforming presence. And because it's when you arrive there the that end, when the timer goes off, all of a sudden you don't like, like subconsciously need to compete for that, or attention out of that, or, or saying, hey, like get something from the people that are around God you. Rather, you have the ability to simply give to them. This takes a long because you're full. time to even be. There's no sense of starvation of your soul. Subtraction. 
There's no sense of I need to get ahead. I need to get over this person. I need to judge this. I need to put this person in somewhere. It's no. I I've stood nakedly before God and so been accepted. And build up out of that oh, acceptance, it can, it can be an active position. You can walk. Um, you can be in nature. Love Sometimes people. it's helpful. I would just say be careful with that. And know yourself. Sometimes I need to walk just so I have scenery. Interesting things. So solitude almost always ends up being for others. And so just know yourself. And then it can build up. And so I have to end here. Day long retreats, overnights. Extended periods. And I'm really excited about just those. Being with your, with your Bible. But let me just end with this. We talked about this push-pull phenomenon last week. Scary. You simultaneously feel pushed towards, about it being or uh, pulled toward the presence of God, and also pushed life. away from it. And again, I would just add, like, feel that fear and name it. Write it down. Pay attention to your fear, because this coin of fear on the other side is your desire. What you are most afraid of is because you are so desirous of. You're afraid that God won't show up, or you're, you're afraid that you won't experience him, or you're afraid you won't hear him, or you're afraid you'll hear another this. voice, or you're afraid all these things. There's press like into those things. Make those known before God. Barton in her book because those fears also phenomenon. lead to your desires of that like, are There's something you about him. that that just sounds amazingly attractive. Wow, and I love to feel God's week, presence. Under I would all love of your desire to be him, first him. His I would love to hear his voice. I'd love all that. But then there's also immediately, simultaneously, something that just we push away from it. I just got to send the high to 50 people or stream something or be with someone or just find any way to fill up my schedule so that can't happen. To put it fully away and to invite and ultimately, you consistently I to think come. it's because this practice Be more with than him. any is filled with anxiety and fear. I'm going to pray of all the gonna, anxiety we'll, we'll and fear that we're refusing to let ourselves we'll feel. For but even more so, so right that which you experience Father God, I pray, Lord, that your presence would be felt and you start to ask or questions, not in a place of uh, silence and solitude right now, very much so in a place of, of a collection of your like presence in the Imago Dei and, and the presence of, what if I'm here for months of your spirit months working years in believers. And, nothing and I pray, Lord, that we would experience your presence right what now through stories of people who are coming to proclaim public faith, some for the first what time and some for, in next gathering, some for the first time, some to just tell the story of leading to a place of stepping out and to publicly proclaiming and stepping into this community through baptism. Lord, I, I pray, Lord, that you would preach to and our hearts and our souls right now through your spirit, through the stories of Caitlin and Allie. Another practical to um, it is to pay Lord, attention I, I to them. Lord, I pray for you too. In fact, um, often, maybe before Give us after, right now a spirit of your celebration. them regularly to write Lord, them down. let us not be uncelebratory for Because as you pay attention to your fear, here's in what's interesting. I found, and Barton writes about this um, again in her book. And, and on the other side of fear, fear is a coin. On the other side of fear is desire. Amen. They are intrinsically linked feelings. In fact, we fear desire because we just fear like maybe desire will come upon me so strongly I won't be able to handle it. And I will like, you know, ruin my life. Desire has ruined many a person's life. Or what if desire goes unfulfilled? I heard a painfully prophetic statement yesterday when I was talking with my mom about a common acquaintance of ours who simply said, She's petrified to hope. She's scared to hope because she's afraid that she'll be disappointed again. All of your fear is actually pointing to how deep your desire is. Because underneath all of your fear is the true thing about you, that you're deeply desiring God. You were made more than anything as a desiring being. It is the most true part of your humanity, and your desire is filled only nakedly alone in God's presence. And under 
that even, under your desire for God, is God's desire for you. That the scriptures are story after story of a person entering into the wilderness to experience him, for God drawing people to the wilderness, for God relentlessly and unstoppingly pursuing a people because he desires to be near to you. He desires to sit and have you sit in his presence as he sits near to you. And the cross is the boldest of reminders of the scripture that he will do anything to remove every obstacle so that you might enter in with all of the processing of your addiction and shame and guilt. Yes, do all that. Face yourself in the silence, but do it in a place that is safe, in the presence of your God, who has fully paid for everything that you process that is very true about you right now and is sure to be true of you in the next several months or years or the rest of your life or whatever it is, but he's still there. He is there processing with you all of that and saying, I am here and I'm removing that so we can continually get closer to each other. Maybe right now, communion for you will be that. Be a time just to sit and then come into his tangible presence represented by a bread, which is going to represent his body broken so that you might be in his presence regardless of your sin, regardless of all that keeps you away from it, even right now. And then a cup representing blood shed for you to cover you pure and sparkling white as snow so that you might be fully arrayed in splendor in his presence. Let's pray. Father God, I pray for you right now to give your invitation to us really clearly, really plainly in a room where we certainly can't achieve solitude and we would be very hard-pressed to ever achieve absolute silence, but just for maybe just a small sliver of it, just be here present right now and let that whet an appetite to be in your presence. It be in the silence, be in the solitude regularly, continually. Yes, to re-enter community. Yes, to do great things in, in, in your kingdom's name, but do them out of a regular retreat to be with you. Lord, invade this place right now with your presence and let us deal with us and with you. Pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to read 1 Kings 19.